It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. She loved them thugs. She loved them thugs, child. She loved them thugs. She loved them thugs. She loved them thugs, child. She loved them thugs. That's the theme song for this episode. Come on, sing with She let them thugs. She light them thugs, child. She light them thugs. So the question today is, why do black women like thugs? Hold on, y'all. I'm about to get into this manager's menu, you know, because I can do that. Still at work, but, you know, just, I don't really be doing shit half the time. <laughs> But to be honest, right? I mean, you know what I mean? Because she like the first child. Um, let me see here. See, here, so here's, here's, the, here's the thing, right? So the obvious answer as to why black women love thugs could be, you know, that's what's glorified in our community. But it's a new day. That's not even what's really mainly pushed out there no more. When you watch these new movies and these new TV shows, you know, on BT and whatever channel you watch them on, the black man's image isn't always a thug no more. That's not what's being pushed on women anymore. The reformed, well-groomed brother, you know. The, I mean, even on the show Power, I mean, Ghost was you know, technically a thug, but look how he carried himself. Well-groomed, well-mannered, well-spoken. That black man it's really honestly the, the superior image right now. It's not the thug no more. The thug is in rap. You know what I'm saying? And, and with guys like Drake, it, it kind of breaks that mold too. Um, time calculate. Pay. Pay. No, not pay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with that being said, it's like... Um, hold on. Let me just see something really, really quick. Okay. General reports. Wow, that's crazy. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, so that's the image. So then why why does it still seem like that's what they go for? And I'm about to get up out of here in a second, but um, we're going to go ahead and finish this thing off. So we're going to start this thing off right. Duval in the motherfucker. Come on. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Okay, so why do black women like thugs? It's not about just black women. You got to understand, the thugs are the bad boys of the black race. There's white thugs. There's white bad boys, whatever you want to call it. Um, women like bad boys. And I've, I've been kind of proposing this little theory that the reason why women like bad boys is because, um, you know, is they, I mean, we, we've talked about this before, about how they might tend to, you know, like bad boys because, you know, of this, that, and the third, and, you know, saying he's... He's more aggressive. He's more rough. And at the end of the day, women, they want 
alpha men. They want men that are dominant. They want men that they have to kind of bow down to. They have no choice but to kind of figure things out. They also want a man that's simple, and thugs are simple. You know, a thug is pretty much like men and women, when we deal with each other, we're like, it's like playing like a hard game. And you know how those games that you could put it on, like Madden, you got all kinds of different levels to Madden, you know what I'm saying? You could put it on a certain mode and, and, and other modes will, you know, be more than other modes and stuff like that, right? Well, it's like, it's kind of like that. And you gotta understand the thug is a simple one. He's simple to please. She doesn't have to really be much herself. She can let loose the most with him. Like with a, with a sophisticated man, she's gotta come with her shit tight. And that's more than just education and money. That's how she speaks, how she carries herself. She can't have no lapse in judgment. She can't do certain things with him. He has a real serious bag to secure. And it's not a it's not a bag full of weed or coke. It's a bag that comes with regulations and rules and people that he has to impress and keep impressed and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So the thug is very easy and simple. And I broke this down to a woman not too long ago. We were talking about, you know, the Ari Fletchers and Moneybag Yo's of the world. And not really disrespecting them, but just saying, like, it's easy. You know, it'd be easy for her to get him. But shout out to Ari Fletcher. She did just buy Moneybag Yo 28 acres of land for his birthday. So shout out to Ari Fletcher for that. That's cool. She's setting an example for the rest of you hoes. But, um, you know, saying... Men deserve things too. And we deserve things more than a stupid chain. And she's showing, she's kind of defeating what I'm saying actually. Because, you know, she's showing that, you know, these things are something that, are, that mean a lot, you know. And I'm pretty sure he's had conversations with her, obviously, that make her feel like she has to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, that it's something that he would even find impressive. Because some, some of these young know, niggas, they'd be like, okay, cool, where the Rolex at? You know what I'm saying? Even though they could buy themselves their own Rolex. I'm going to make this really short. So I have this idea. And I'm, I, I, would, I wouldn't be opposed to being wrong about it. But I have this idea that what's going on kind of goes back to... I know y'all hate when I do this, but Adam and Eve. And women have a natural urge to feel oppressed. They want to feel guilty. They need a story. Some women don't feel whole at all until they can tell you a story. So they, and, and the best person to get a story from in the black community is a thug. You see what I'm saying? That's where you're going to get your story. You feel me? That's where you're going to get your level of... That's where you get to have the victimhood. That's where you get to talk about all the bullshit he put you through and all this other stuff. It makes women feel whole. They have this natural guilt that's literally... In, it's like installed into their DNA from what Eve did. So they need to feel like shit. They need to feel that balance. And they can't feel that with a great man. Not to mention they don't believe in great men. You know, they, they think great men are lying to them. They think great men are, you know, um, it's, it's just too good to be true. They need that balance of reality. And the thug is the reality that she, throughout all the accomplishments she has in life and she's obtained and all the knowledge and wealth and wisdom, that she still, deep down inside, really ain't shit. She has to be able to let loose and show that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, she's going to suck his dick in ways she wouldn't suck the good guy up. You know, because she's going to feel like he's going to judge her. 
She's gonna feel like he's gonna look at her differently. The thug gonna be like, hell yeah, spit on that shit, swallow that shit. She can let loose and really be the fucking hoe that's in there. The troublesome, you know, unruly, very flawed woman that's in there. Not this perfect being that you thought, like Adam thought he had. That's why the first thing Adam said to God, you know, when God came down after they committed the first sin, the fall of man, um, he says, God, it's the woman you put here. He says, he's trying to basically tell God, like, I thought this was somebody wholesome. I thought you sent me somebody, you know what I'm saying, that's as great as me, as great as you, if not better. That's why you put her here to damn near be the substitute to you. The woman was kind of basically the substitute to God. Because God noticed that, you know, when he wasn't there to talk to Adam, Adam was lonely. Adam didn't know he was lonely, but God noticed that he was lonely. Adam didn't know what lonely was because he'd never seen it before. He didn't understand that, that what he was experiencing. So when God wasn't there, he put a woman there. The woman was also going to do things to and for Adam that God just is too big to do. He ain't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention he can't do that. Not saying like it's impossible, but he can't do that. You know, he can't cuddle with you and you know what I'm saying just like your homeboy right your homeboy there there's only so much he consoling a man can do for another man right before he becomes weird right so and that's beyond gay when I say weird I mean this is I mean it's just, it's just weird you know what I'm saying I'm pretty sure even gay dudes they don't do things with their friends they go out and get other gay dudes to do things with right so that's what I mean when I say weird for all y'all to about to get butt hurt literally no pun intended <laughs> Your butt already hurt, nigga. You need <laughs> Fuck your butt hurt, for, nigga. I know your butt already hurt, nigga. I don't know what the hell you so butt hurt. You got other butt hurts to worry about, buddy, and it ain't that one. So it, it could be this this guilt, you know what I'm saying, that they need to feel. They need to feel stupid. They need to feel worthless. They need to feel that balance. It makes more sense to them than feeling like a queen. That's not who they are. I mean, they are they are they are fumblers. They're going to drop the ball. They're going to fumble every time. So they need somebody who can provide them with that. And who better to do that than a thug? You know what I'm saying? So that's just the answer. I mean, this just goes beyond black women, though. It's just the difference between black women and other women. The black women hold on to the thug for damn near as long as they can until it's too late. The white girl, she dropped the bad boy by the time she's about 16, 17 years old. The latest they'll go, even for like a... a a decent white woman, not even like a great one, you know what I'm saying, an average one, is maybe 23. Black women would date the thug at 37, 38, 42 years old. Shit, some of them 50 years old running around with a, some little young nigga thinking that they're going to turn him into a husband or something. You know what I'm saying? Because they know he's, he's the easy... He's dominant, but he's still stupid most of the time. He's You know, he's a fuck-up. It makes them... It also gives them a role a position and there's not really much you could really do for a man who has it all figured out you know what i'm saying the thug you could take care of him and it makes her feel important i have a role i'm the one that's going to get him out of jail i'm putting money on his books when he's in jail i hold that nigga down you see what i'm saying it's a role that it's a lot of space for her to feel great to feel important to feel everything that women need to feel, bro. To feel like humans. To feel like women again. Women, believe it or not, and that's why they have certain men for this. They don't want to feel like a god. They don't want to feel like 
an angel. Like, women don't like that shit, for real. Like, most women, bro, like, the man who calls them queen and you're a goddess and you're beautiful, that's the man that gets put in the friend zone. You know that. I mean, you know, we can break that down all day, but the thug is not going to do that for the most part. And to the point where when he does do it, it's appreciated because it's not expected. You see, when she expects you to get on your knees and worship her, and that's exactly what your simp ass do, and that's what she's going to get more than likely from the good guy. She's not going to get that from the thug. And if she does, it's like, wow. You see what I'm saying? It means more. Everything means more. Everything means more. To smart women, it doesn't. But most women aren't that smart. They're not there yet, and they probably, most of them won't ever be. Right. So that's why a lot of especially brown and mainly black women tend to run after the thug. We can always start with that's what's glorified. We could even we can even say that might be what's sexy to them. Right. Because they find it to be the alpha in the black community. That's what's been portrayed as the as the alpha. That's the guy. Everybody in the black community is trying to be like even the good guy tries to thug it out every now and then. Me may not go rob somebody and shoot somebody. But he tries to show that he's a little edgy because women like they say girls just want to have fun. They can't have fun with Mr. Suited and Booted. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of women, they'll go for him and they'll even get him and then they'll start to feel depressed and trapped because it's like they have to kind of narrow up. You know, they have to they have to make themselves narrow to fit his lane because he's not on that. You know what I'm saying? He's you know, he's squared out. You know what I'm saying? So this, these are these are some of the basic reasons as to why women um, like thugs, uh, why they like the bad boy, why they like going for the dude who's a little bit more edgy, tatted up, these things like that. You know, they want to know the story. We know square story. You went to school. You went to college. You got a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to know. Cause even me, not being attracted to men. But when I meet a square brother, it's I like to get knowledge from them. But I don't really care to hear his story. I might want to hear his story about how he became rich. But I don't really care to hear his story of life, honestly. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you meet a dude with a tattoo in the face, you want to know, like, what the hell you been through? And he might have the same typical story as every other hood nigga. But do we ever get bored of hearing hood stories in our community? No. That's why 50 Cent got a million shows coming out about gangster shows and stuff like that. And they popping all over the place. The story never gets old. The story never gets boring. Pursuit of Happiness, you watch that movie once or twice. American Gangster, you watch it four or five times. Scarface, you watch it four or five times. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can watch Scarface in America. Like, you know, you watch Pursuit of Happiness like once every three, four years. You might watch Scarface twice a year. So these are the type of things it comes down to. I'm about to get up out of here. Lock up. Um, these are the things that it comes down to. But, you know, that's what we have to understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we see these women, you know, with these quote unquote thugs or whatever, these street niggas, the bad boy, the badass, you know, and, I, and I've and I've definitely been that guy. So I remember when I was that guy, you know, what I'm saying like how much I had um, how much I had got out of the situation, you know, what I'm saying. And how different it was. It's not intimidating. It, it's and it, when you think about it, it should intimidate them. That should be who's intimidating to them, but it's less intimidating. It's the perfect balance of intimidation and also simplicity. This is somebody who I can, you know, do whatever with. But I'm about to go ahead and get up out of here. Um, 
got a few things to do before I actually leave, so that, but that's going to be very noisy, and it's probably going to be noisy right here, too. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here, but I just wanted to, you know, break that down, break that down for some of y'all who might have that question. I get a lot of my listeners, they're not thugs, so they probably wonder why do black women love thugs so much and they know the story. Well, that's why. I mean, there's going to always be the things that they get from thugs that they kind of need. And we may not understand it or even respect it, but that is what it is. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.